0: This is the Well-Centered Woman Podcast, a space created to provide practical wisdom for every faith-based lady influencer, creative, and entrepreneur who desires to better manage her emotions under pressure. In every episode, we discuss what it takes to stay centered and sane while operating in purpose using faith community, and practical wisdom. Grab your journal, coffee, and tea, and let's start getting our emotions all the way together. I'm your host, Tanika Maria, and welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited, you guys. This is the first episode of the Well-Centered Woman podcast, episode number one. Don't let your emotions derail you in 2022. Don't let your emotions get the best of you and derail you in 22 it doesn't matter how many podcasts videos zooms rooms lives you watch notes you take courses and master classes and workshops and webinars and all of the plans you make if you are up and down and all over the place based on your feelings you won't be able to accomplish or execute anything in the excellence that God gave it to you and what's in your heart to do. If your emotions and your feelings are up and down from one minute to the next and they drive you, you can find yourself back again at that same place when we start 2023. Don't let that be you. In today's podcast, I'm going to share with you several ways to consider, several things to consider as you begin to walk out all of those God ideas, dreams, launches, ventures, collaborations, and plans for 2022. Before I get into this topic, as a certified Christian life coach, best-selling author of two books, Get Out of That Dead End Relationship Now and A Woman's Journey Home, from my own personal experience and in working with many women, I see continual patterns of lack of emotional mastery, low resiliency, and the inability to be aware of and properly direct God-given emotions to achieve God's purposes in their lives. This is close to my heart because truthfully, lack of emotional healing is what has kept me in prolonged patterns. And if you know what I'm talking about, then this is for you. So number one, one of the things that we need to do in order to not let our emotions derail us in 22 is to become self-aware. Number one, if you're taking notes, self-awareness self-awareness. The key to showing up emotionally stable, to walk in your purpose and execute your God-ordained vision, purpose, and plan is to cultivate greater and greater degrees of self-awareness. This isn't always easy. But how can you be stable? How can you show up consistent? How can you be resilient if you don't even if you're not even able to identify what you're feeling? If you're not even aware of yourself? How can you quickly calm and center yourself and be a well-centered woman if you can't even discern what triggered you? And how to how can you know how to get yourself together in the moment so that you don't act, say, or speak something? that you will later regret. This is so, so very important as a leader, as a creative, as an influencer, as an entrepreneur, as a professional. So let's look at several definitions of self-awareness. Self-awareness is the ability to focus on yourself and how your actions, your thoughts, and your emotions Do or do not align with your internal standards. If you are highly self-aware, you can objectively evaluate yourself, manage your emotions, and align your behaviors with your values and understand correctly how others perceive you. Let me say that again. When you're self-aware, you'll be able to see, is is my behavior, what I'm thinking, what am I feeling, what I'm doing, is it in alignment with my values? And you'll be able to see if you're deviating from that. Another way we can say this is simply put, self-awareness is the ability to see yourself clearly and objectively through reflection and introspection. Key word is objectively. The key thing here is to be able to identify and evaluate your thinking and feeling objectively with the compassion and without the judgment and without internalization and without the shame. This is important because if you're beating yourself up because you're mad, it's not going to help you. If you're beating yourself up because you're frustrated and you're thinking curse words and you're feeling like going off and you're internalizing it and feeling shame and, guilt and condemnation, that's not helping you either. And so you have to have the capacity to say, okay, I'm feeling angry because of this, I'm feeling low-key anxious because of that. I'm feeling resentful. I'm feeling pr- frustrated because of this, and not beat yourself over. This is important. Let's give a little example. Say, take the name, take Bridget, for instance. I'm just giving a random example here. Bridget struggles with self-esteem and it, it creates depressive symptoms. So she's not feeling good enough. And because of that, she won't accept opportunities that come her way. And so she goes to a therapist to help build her self-awareness. Then the next time uh, an opportunity shows up and comes her way, she thinks she doesn't want to do it. And so she decides to turn it down. But later, because she learned how to be self-aware of what's going on and what she's thinking and feeling, she realizes, okay, I'm telling myself that I don't want to do this. It's because it's my fear of that. I, I won't be good enough. So she reminds herself. So Bridget reminds herself, okay, I'm good enough. And she begins to redirect her thoughts to her true values. What if I succeed instead of what if I fail? So she accepts the opportunity. She steps out and she uses self-awareness and self-love to improve her chance of success. This is how self-awareness works. I realize, okay, I'm backing off from this. This opportunity has presented myself itself to me. Now I'm feeling all overwhelmed and crazy. I don't think I'm going to do it. But if you unpack it and dig deeper, self-awareness, awareness is saying, no, yes, you're going to take this opportunity. It is in alignment with your values. It is in alignment with what God's purpose is for my life. And I'm not going to allow these low grade emotions to sabotage the opportunity. This in essence is how self-awareness works. And so, this is a very important skill to develop as you move forward in 2022. So, real quick, here are four ways that you can increase your self awareness as we move forward. Number one, ask God. Ask God. As a woman of faith and purpose, Always, always engage and partner with God to ask you to become more self-aware of your thoughts and your feelings in your day-to-day life. Don't wait until you're 30 minutes down a rabbit trail of a whole negative situation in your mind and now you're depressed, catch it early. Ask God to help you catch it early. Number two, spend time in reflection and journaling. This is priceless when you're reflecting and when you're writing out your feelings, documentation always leads to revelation. Documentation leads to revelation. Document those feelings. Reflect. Journal it. Number three, this is a big one and this is huge. Be bold enough and humble enough to ask someone you love and you trust that is honest and wise for feedback. Carefully consider what they say and see what they say about you, asking them, you know, for feedback on how you're showing up and see what rings true and see what resonates and what is a surprise. Don't take it personal. Reflect. This requires a degree of self-esteem, a self-worthiness where you're not taking things personal and you can receive that feedback and see how it rings with you. And number four, this is another thing that will take time, but I think this is a powerful technique write out a timeline of your life from birth to present marking particular milestones and moments that were impactful big or small positive or negative painful or good this will give a new perspective on your life and who you are when you look over over yourself and look at yourself developmentally and in context Over the span of your life, if you just take a moment, just take a few minutes and write out a timeline of your life and every big, significant, small, big, positive or negative milestone and really look at it in a big picture, you're going to get a revelation on who you are and it will increase your self-awareness. So those are the ways that we can increase our self-awareness in 2022. And really quickly, let's look at other things that will help us as we move forward so that our emotions don't derail us. Number two, let's allow things to unfold naturally and get out of resistance. Get out of resistance because what we resist persists. And so this concept of allowing things to unfold instead of forcing and fixating out of a need to control, you know, this is a whole podcast by itself, releasing that need to control. But we talked about self-awareness was number one. Number two is learning how to allow things. No, stop resisting things. Forcing things to fit, forcing your ideas, hustling and grinding from desperation and control because you got this fancy vision board and you try to manifest and you want to make it happen. I'm going to force this. Mm -mm. No, 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 no. Because this is a surefire way to overwhelm yourself and burn out as well as lose your emotional stability and poise. Hear me well. When we try to force an outcome or when we try to resist situations because it's not lining up to this perfect answer, perfect solution, this perfect scenario, we dig a deeper hole and we get stuck emotionally and mentally. As a matter of fact, Carl Jung said, not only does the problem persist, but it grows in size. What you persist will resist. And not only will it, will it will it persist? It will get bigger, right? And so when we attach our happiness to a specific person's actions, when we attach our happiness to things going a certain way, we give away our power. Say for instance, someone didn't call back. They didn't show up. They didn't return your call. They didn't return your text message. Now you're feeling some kind of way. You've given up your power. And as a creative Oh, a creative, a woman of faith, an influencer, a professional, an entrepreneur. This will undermine and sabotage the your strength and your resilience. If you find yourself always feeling some kind of a way all the time because you're in that place of resistance and hustling and grinding and trying to force and fix. When we When we refuse to surrender to God's timing and his way, but instead choose to resist negativity and force and enslave ourselves to certain outcomes, we do the following. Number one, we invite the spirit of desperation and fear. Number two, we repel faith and grace. Number three, we get in works of the flesh, pride and ego. Number four, we become impatient and get into a spirit of haste and rush. Number five, we start forcing an outcome based on our preconceived notion or fantasy. Number six, we create bigger problems and more delay. Number seven, we breed rigidity to a certain way. And lastly, number eight, we don't allow creativity for God to move. And when we live like this, it reflects a desperate need to control. And the reality is we cannot control the process of divine manifestation. Remember, every time panic, Fear and disempowerment step in. Faith has stepped out. You know you're going too far in your mind trying to figure, fixate, and force something when you find yourself succumbing to these negative emotions. You know you have gone too far when you are overthinking, getting in other people's lanes, and losing your peace. When we fall back, chill, and trust, we create space for grace, and we give God an opportunity to flow into our situation. So that was allowed. So number one, we said we got to increase in self-awareness. Number two, we need to learn how to allow things to unfold naturally instead of forcing and fixating and trying to control. And number three, we need to advance slowly, advance slowly and allow time for other people. Fast is slow. Impatience drives emotions off the chain and there's increased impatience in this world. And so we need, as we're advancing and as we're moving, we got to do it slowly. And we hear a lot of talk about acceleration and there is an acceleration, but while we're accelerating, we have to take time. And even, and you know, I would go, I would say this, that 20 and 2020 and 2021 has been rough, interesting, hard. Uh, A year for the majority of us definitely stretched us. And now that we're here in 22 and ready for a comeback, we're ready to up level. We're moving forward. We're we're shaking the dust off these dreams, plans, visions and goals. God has, has given us another chance to get it together. And we want to advance and we want it to be quick and we want to accelerate in a hurry. Well, let me remind you, advance slowly and steadily. Take your time. You can't rush your resurrection because rushing will definitely derail your emotions. Come on. As one of my mentors said, slow down. You'll get there faster. This gives you the traction to build up your stamina for the very thing you're praying and preparing for. You must have time to practice what you preach. Practice your quiet time with God. Practice your health habits that will sustain you when you get busy. Practice that new mindset. Practice those affirmations. Practice, practice, show up and be consistent. And that takes time. And this is not a fast process. You advance from glory to glory, strength to strength, faith to faith. You don't jump from kindergarten to a PhD overnight. You have to move from grade to grade, learn the materials, take the tests, and then you are promoted grade level to level. And as you advance, you master your inner world, your outer world soon follows suit. So let's let's look at this and we're gonna wrap this up. We're gonna wrap this up. So there you have it, folks. As we close this out, don't let your emotions derail you in 22. Take the time, make the time, cultivate greater self-awareness of your own feelings and thoughts and how you show up. That was number one. Number two, allow things to unfold naturally. Learn how to fall back Chill and trust the process without having to fixate and force and be in control. And lastly, advance slowly. Remember, the devil rushes, but God guides. You can't rush your resurrection. You can't rush your combat. You can't rush your elevation or your come up. Learn to master the level you are on now before jumping quick to the next thing. I'm your host, Tanika Maria. Let me know your thoughts and takeaways by leaving a review, and I'll be back out here again soon. Blessings and abundance. Thank you so much for joining me on the Well-Centered Woman Podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard today, subscribe and spread the word. Don't forget, you can gain access to more resources in your journey to emotional mastery by going to the episode website and checking out the show notes. Until next time, this is Tamika Maria right here in the journey with you, keeping those emotions all the way together.